What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode here on the T. Clark Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Tommy Clark, and this is about the fifth take of this intro, but hopefully we make it through this one, and today it's going to be a really good episode. You're going to really enjoy it, and it's going to be really helpful for you because I'm going to go over exactly how we can build a nutrition plan that you actually enjoy following. Because if you're an athlete and you're trying to stick to a plan that you hate, what are the odds that you're able to stick to that long term? Not very high. And if you're not able to stick to a plan long term, you're not going to get those results that you want. So if we can find a way to make your nutrition plan something that you actually enjoy and have fun following and you can eat all the foods that you love, if we can figure out a way to do that, then it becomes easier to stick to the plan long term. And if you stick to the plan long term, then you get the results that you want. So better performance, getting stronger, getting faster, building more muscle, and maybe losing some fat here and there. None of that happens if you can't stick to the plan. And how do we get you to stick to the plan? We make it something that you enjoy. And we'll go over those tips and tricks and tactics here in today's episode. But before that, as always, as always, if you enjoy it, just go ahead and share it with a friend, a family member, a coworker, really anyone who you think would find value from this information. I'd really appreciate it if you sent it their way because my goal with the podcast is really to get it out there to as many people as possible. And um, one way you can do that is obviously to send the link to whoever you know that would enjoy the episode. Another way you could do that is by taking a screenshot and just posting it real quick on your Instagram story and tagging me. in it. That way it obviously helps get the podcast out there, but it also allows me to connect with you and see what you enjoy about the show, what you want to hear going forward, and really get a sense of how I can make this show as tailored to you as possible. Because as I've said multiple times before, my main goal with this show is to have it be as if I'm coaching you for free. And I want to add as much value as humanly possible via the podcast. So the more you can give me feedback and suggestions and stuff like that, the better I can add value to you. So we'd really appreciate that. And lastly, if you haven't already, definitely shoot me a text at 818-210-4351. That's the best way to stay up to date with all the free resources that I'm putting out that are not on social media um, or available to the public. But if you just shoot me a text at that number, you'll be added to the community and you'll get access to all those right away. So would definitely recommend doing that if you're an athlete, if you're a parent, if you're a coach, or really anyone looking to take their nutrition and their performance to that next level. And I believe that rounds out the announcement. So as always, really appreciate you taking the time to listen um, and tune into the show. It really means a lot to me. And without further ado, let's get into today's episode. All right, so like I said in the intro, today we're gonna to be talking about how to make your nutrition plan enjoyable. And this episode is probably gonna be pretty short and sweet because the tactics I'm gonna share and nothing super complicated, super easy, um, super easy for you to implement. And that's the goal here, because remember, if your nutrition plan is super hard to implement, you're not going to be able to stick to it long term. And this is where I see a lot of guys struggling and they think it's their fault, but really they're just following a plan that's not made for them. Of course, you still have to put in the work. It still requires some sacrifice, but if you're following a, nu a nutrition plan that's truly individualized for your needs and your preferences, you shouldn't have that much difficulty sticking to it. Once you kind of get over that initial learning curve of like, oh, this is a protein, this is a carb, this is a fat, this is how I track my macros, this is how I use my fitness pal. Once you get through that initial learning curve, it shouldn't feel like you're restricting anything. I mean, maybe if you're in a fat loss phase, you might feel a little hungry here and there. But for the most part, as an athlete, especially if you're eating at maintenance or uh, in a surplus, you really shouldn't feel like you're restricting. Yet I see so many of these athletes, while well-intentioned, Following, following these plans that are super restrictive and not tailored for them. So it, they end up getting frustrated or bored 
they just don't like the food anymore. Like I, I don't blame them. I'd get bored as hell eating chicken, rice, and broccoli for two weeks, three weeks straight. And these are like what some of these plans call for. And in that case, that plan isn't scientifically optimal anyway. It'd probably lead to undereating. But in, in, even in the case of like you build out a, a macro prescription that's perfect and um, you build out the quote unquote optimal plan, if you try to hit those macros with foods that you don't enjoy, again, you're not going to be able to stick to it. So we have to figure out today, how are we going to put you in a position to actually enjoy your nutrition plan? And like I just said, luckily, it's pretty simple. And the, the strategies I want to share with you today are pretty damn simple and easy to implement. So first things first, one of the strategy, strategies that I really enjoy is um, making a list of your non-negotiable foods. So the foods that you don't want to cut out. And oftentimes, these are the first foods athletes cut out, like your ice creams, your pizzas, your candy bars, your French fries, whatever, things along those lines, because they think, oh, because they're lower quality foods, I can't ever have them or else my performance is screwed. And again, this thought process is well-intentioned. The athletes are really trying to do their best. They think that this is the best way to go, but little do they know by restricting those foods, you want them that much more. And we see this a lot in context of general population and fat loss and stuff like that. But even as athletes, like if you, if you think, okay, French fries are going to sabotage my performance and like you can't ever have French fries, you're going to want French fries that much more. If I told you right here and now that you couldn't have an avocado because avocados are terrible for you, give me a couple days and you'd probably have some weird cravings for avocados. That's just the reality of it. So instead of creating this um, mentality of restriction around your food intake, around certain foods that are good or bad, we want to figure out, okay, for the most part, we want to stick with whole unprocessed foods, like your, your high quality protein sources, whole grains, veggies, fruits, um, dairy, stuff like that. But we don't want to completely cut out those quote unquote fun foods. I'm going to call them fun foods. Um, I don't like the word cheat foods. I, I mean, it, that's a tough situation because there's so many different terms, like what you can and can't call foods nowadays. Don't want to step on any toes, but apologies if I do. Um, but for these foods that you normally wouldn't stick to or wouldn't include in your plan, um, you think that by cutting them out, you're doing, you're doing yourself good. And maybe in the short term you are because your food quality is going up, but long term, you're not going to be able to stick to that. So to get around that, we want to make a list of all these foods that you think that you would normally have to cut out of your nutrition plan. And the next step is figuring out, okay, how do we fit those in in moderation? I'm not going to sit here and say you can eat French fries every day and go to McDonald's every single day and um, eat a, a tub of ice cream every day and still get optimal results. That's just not going to happen. You guys know I'm a really big pro proponent of food quality, and I'm not a huge fan of the whole if it fits your macros thing. I, th I think that, um, again, the thought process behind that is well-intentioned to some extent, but it can be taken too far. We want to do all this stuff in moderation. So we want to make a list of these foods that you want to fit in and then figure out how to fit them in in, moder in moderation. So if you want to have ice cream once a week or um, go out to your favorite restaurant once a week or something like that, figuring out ways to like insert these foods in there without completely sabotaging your performance or your results. Um, that's the thing. Because I, what I see a lot is people go really far to an extreme, like the clean eating spectrum of like, you can't have any of this stuff it's going to sabotage your performance. You got to cut it all out. But then you have the, if it fits your macro side of like, it doesn't matter what the food quality is, as long as it fits your macros, you can eat it. 
and both of them are wrong. Inherently, we wanna find somewhere in the middle. And that's where you're gonna be successful because in the middle, what you're gonna be doing is eating foods that are high quality most of the time, but still allowing yourself to eat those foods that maybe are lower, like lower quality, lower quality nutritionally, um, but allow you to enjoy the plan and have fun and stick to it long term. And again, what I want to clarify too is that when I'm saying this, I don't mean that whole unprocessed foods can't be enjoyable. I think that's another like error that a lot of people make is that thinking that eating protein sources and whole grains and veggies and fruits has to be boring or has to not be enjoyable. Like those foods taste really good if you learn how to cook a little bit, use different spices and seasonings uh, and stuff like that. So I want to make that very clear. Don't fall into the mindset of um, because it's chicken breast, it has to taste like crap and be bland and dry and boring. Like, no, not at all. You can figure out ways to make it taste good. Um, most of the time when people say eating clean or eating healthy is not enjoyable, they just don't know how to cook. And as an athlete, especially if you're young, I would recommend starting to get in the kitchen little by little, because that'll put you in a position to make it more enjoyable. But that's a topic for a different episode. Today, I want to stay focused on um, the topic of discussion, which is um, fitting these like non-negotiable foods into your nutrition plan. All right. And the main like kind of guideline I want to leave you with in terms of knowing when and how to fit these foods into your plan is the 80-20 rule. And it's, it's really simple, super common sense. Most of the time, stick to those higher quality whole unprocessed foods, like higher quality protein sources, um, whole grains, veggies, fruits, things like that. Sometimes when you want or on like a special occasion or really just whenever you want, but just in moderation, fit those foods in. So it could even be on like a random Wednesday night that you want to have some ice cream. Cool. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, just fit it in and move on with your day. Like there's nothing, there's nothing else to it really. The problems happen when we have those foods over and over and over and over again in excessive amounts. Too much of anything is not going to be great. So you can mainly stick to those higher quality foods. And then every once in a while, treat yourself to some of those kind of like flexible foods, like ice cream, french fries, burgers, things like that. Um, you're going to be in a pretty good place. Tracking macros does allow us to make that easier because if you stick to your calories and uh, your macro prescription, you can kind of play with the numbers and fit these foods in to make them fit your macros. And as long, in my opinion, if you're tracking your macros, as long as you kind of hit a checklist each day of like, all right, cool, we got my vegetables in got uh hit my macro numbers so proteins carbs fats my calories um and a couple other things like fiber as well it's okay to fit these foods in and make them fit into your macros in moderation like i said earlier i think people in like the if it fits your macros can't take that weight of the extreme and instead of using it as a tool to fit them in in moderation they find ways to fit as much junk into their macros as possible which is kind of not the way we want to go with this the way you want to use macros to um, fit these foods in is again, use that 80, 20 rule. So most of your calories and macros should be coming from those whole quality foods. But every once in a while you can use tracking macros on an app like my fitness pal to fit, um, those flexible foods in, in a way that is still keeping you largely on track to your goals. And one, like physiologically, it's going to help you stay on track with your goals, but two, like mentally as well, it'll help kind of reduce the guilt around having some of those foods. Cause I feel like at least for me personally, and I know a lot of athletes can, can relate to this. 
like if you're not tracking and stuff like that, like, and, and you go off track and have some of these foods, you can kind of feel like, oh man, am I, am I still eating the right amount of calories? Am I still doing the right thing? Like you don't really know. Um, again, there's a time and a place for that. Like for example, this week's Christmas, like on Christmas Eve and Christmas and whatever, don't track your macros. That's not the time and place. Eat what you want, enjoy it. Don't stress about that stuff. Um, but on a consistent basis, for the most part, most of the year, tracking your macros allows you to stay relatively on point um, and include these these flexible foods in there completely guilt-free and knowing that you're still on track with your plan. Because I think a big thing for athletes is having the confidence that they're still on track with their plan. And that um, idea that if you have one of these foods, you might as well scratch the whole thing and just give up nutrition altogether, it's just not correct. So if you can learn how to fit these foods in using macros, uh, and that's a really important tool I use with a lot of my athletes. Again, macros is not a diet. It's simply a tool. So before we even get into tracking macros, I have a lot of my guys learn what proper portion sizes look like, learn, okay, this is protein, this is where it comes from, carbs, fats, veggies, stuff like that, um, like the foundational stuff. But when you start using macros, it can be helpful to use as a tool to kind of fit these foods in and be flexible with your diet, just not too flexible. So hopefully that makes sense. Um, Really, again, the biggest thing is making sure that you're fitting these foods in in moderation. Don't go crazy with it, but also don't feel like you have to completely restrict them. Um, it's a very fine line we're walking. Um, I think, again, a lot of people go to one end of the spectrum or the other. The reality is the answer is in the middle. And if you can kind of blend the, the idea of, okay, let's make sure food quality is on point with the idea of, okay, let's fit these foods in in moderation to keep things enjoyable and foster adherence long-term, that's where you're really going to be successful. So again, let me know if you have any questions about this stuff. If you need help kind of constructing your own nutrition plan, just shoot me a text, 818-210-4351. Any way I can help out, I'm happy to do so. And uh, we'll, we'll be back on Wednesday. On I think, Yeah, Wednesday is Christmas. So I'll probably record the episode tomorrow and upload it as a little Christmas gift to you guys. Um, not that you guys really care that much, but the Q&A will be out on Wednesday. And I'll talk to you guys then. And as always, any questions you got, text me 818-210-4351. And I will talk to you soon.